everyone, this is Jackie Rodriguez, and this is the Friends of Friends podcast, the one we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time. And I have a couple of friends with me today, but first, my uh, original friend, <laughs> I guess. Hey, everyone, I'm Vanessa, and I'm the Friends newbie, but not anymore because we have a, uh, a friend of ours is joining us, and I would say he is now the, considered the newbie of the group. Yes, so we have Bobby, Bobby Gonzalez. Say hi. Hi, hello. Hello. Thanks for having okay. me on this wonderful Bob. show. <laughs> Thank so you Bobby for Gonzalez, being here. He was part of the News Directors podcast. We all work at KTLA and um, with Jason Ball, our former news director, but Jason Ball is no longer with us. Bobby is now. Because he quit. He didn't die. He just left. No, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's living his life yes he's living his life as of in Pasadena or anyway somewhere but Bobby is um, co-hosting KTLA 5 Live it's a daily digital show on the KTLA Plus app and on KTLA.com from 4 to 6 so you guys can see him every day on TV on the KTLA Plus app so <laughs> on, 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 on any screen you so desire there you go and the whole thing came up with this because we're all we're all friends and the whole thing came up with this this idea that like bobby does doesn't watch friends no and and you don't really you've seen here and there you said yeah so i've seen a few episodes long story short i was dating this girl who for a little bit and she really liked friends and so i had to watch it because you know, I, I was like trying to d- date this girl. And so I watched like a few episodes of the first uh, season and uh, then uh, that whole thing didn't work out. So I was uh, liberated and I didn't have to watch it anymore. And uh, I did it. I, I haven't watched it since. You haven't no. watched it since. That's so commitment. Yeah. Because <laughs> I will say like. My husband, I have my guilty pleasure shows, and he swears he's not watching. But when I talk about these people, when we're not watching it, he knows exactly who they are. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, kind of, I, mean, you, I guess you kind of absorb it by osmosis. And really, yeah. I mean, the show's been around for so long. You, I, I assume everyone, even people who haven't watched it, have some idea of, you know, what the show is and who the characters are and who the actors are. So, so I'm not completely blind, I guess. Yeah, you're not completely blind. Also, because it's in the headlines all the time, and they're mm-hmm. huge stars now, and all that. It's almost like uh, unavoidable to not know what this is. So yeah. it's you got some idea. So this idea was like, okay, well, let's have them come in on a season finale without watching anything else and just right. watching these two episodes because it's a part one and part two. So right. we'll see. Yeah. Wait, have you seen these two episodes that we're about to talk about? No, I have not. Okay, have perfect. Not. Yeah. So let's get started. I mean, I have now. I have I've seen them now because of the podcast, but I had right. not seen them prior. So it's a whole new perspective. So this is cool because usually you hear me and Vanessa blabbing on. I'm the expert. She's a newbie, but he's the ultimate newbie because he has no idea about everything else. Yeah. So, anyways, as we mentioned, this is the um, season finale. It's a part two for season five. We're at the 120th episode, the one in Vegas, part one. It premiered May 20th, 1999 with 25.9 million viewers. Vanessa, what happened? So Chandler and Monica celebrate their one-year anniversary, which is huge in the dating world, with the rest of the gang in Vegas. But a lunch with an ex may ruin it all, and Ross thinks Rachel is enticing him from across the street. 
Okay. So I love that they all went to Vegas, that they all left New York and went somewhere else, but really they didn't go to Vegas. They didn't even shoot it in Vegas. But I like that this was leading up to what happens in the second, um, the second part as well. So um, I liked this episode a little more than the next episode, except for the last two minutes of the last next episode. So I thought, I, here's my question. When I first saw the scene where mm-hmm. all of the slot machines were, were in the building, I questioned and I asked myself, is Jackie really right? Did they really just film in the Warner Brothers studio backlot or did they go to Vegas for that particular part? Because getting all those slot machines, like I know wonders can be done on a set, but mm-hmm. that's, that's a lot of slot machines. That is, they they rebuilt it. They 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 took down stage twenty four, and then they rebuilt Vegas in the stage twenty four. So As someone cool. who's spent a lot of time at Caesar's Palace Casino, I could tell immediately that was not actually the casino. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I didn't know. That's amazing. I didn't know that they recreated that. I thought they would have gone to Caesar's Palace and just shot it there. It almost yeah. seems like that would have been cheaper than recreating yeah. the whole set. But I guess you know you have to deal with like. Yes, production. Kicking people out of the casino, which I'm sure the casino wouldn't be cool with. And then, you know, blocking everything off and making sure people aren't hanging around. And all that equipment and all the people and paying for those rooms that everybody's going to be staying in and all that stuff. So I'd imagine it's cheaper. But it starts out with um, Joey. He's in Vegas because of his um, because his movie. But it turns out it didn't it didn't turn out the way he wanted. So he has to wait around and then he's playing a gladiator um what the guys that you take pictures with and so they all want to go there to visit him as a surprise no it would um at first it was going to be monica and chandler's trip and then phoebe mm. invited herself along and then invited everybody else along so it's <laughs> nice of them to get out of new york <laughs> which by the way shocking for a first anniversary to go to vegas for your first anniversary i i, I mean wouldn't be my your first choice, yeah. I don't know, especially because they're in New York. You'd think they'd maybe yeah. just go, I don't know, upstate or I don't know, Martha's Vineyard or something. But to take yeah. a trip across the country to Las Vegas for a one year anniversary, shocking. And not only that, allowing all your friends to tag along. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, not- I guess they had to come up yeah. with a way to get to get the whole cast, to, all the characters to Vegas. Yeah. Well, I guess true. like. Monica didn't want Phoebe to go. She was already like, wait, what do you mean? This is supposed to be our anniversary, our Vegasversary, you know? Yeah. So the fact that Phoebe invited herself, it's just Phoebe. She, she, she just does all of these random things and she thinks it's okay. And if it's Phoebe that does it, it is okay. But if it's other people, it's not okay. And also it was funny how it turned into a, let's go surprise Joey for our anniversary. <laughs> I I feel so bad. Yeah. I mean, I feel so bad for Joey because, you know, he has to pick up a job as one of those people dressed as a gladiator to try to fund his movie. That's like his goal. Like he thinks, you know, if I can just make some money, I can fund the movie myself. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, you know, I'm occupied here. So that part just sucks. But it also sucks that everyone invited themselves to Vegas, you know. But so has Joey been I mean, having come in seeing just these two episodes, Joey's already in Vegas. Has he been in Vegas for a few episodes now or do we come into this episode just saying, okay, Joey's in Vegas now or uh, has he been MIA for a bit or what's going on there? So in the last episode, they um, he went on um, 
a road trip. And so, and he arrived in Vegas and he arrived on the set um, that they were shooting out in the desert. And then the one of the producers told him, Hey, you can't, um, we don't have any money. We're not going to film stick around though. We could get money, you know? So mm -hmm. he ends up going to Caesars and playing and um, being the gladiator dressing up as the gladiator too. Yeah. The gladiator dude. So it's only been one episode. So the last episode led up to this. Gotcha. So, and I think, I feel like the the whole season is like, where have, where has things gone with Chandler and Monica's relationship, you know, and, and plus what's going on with Rachel and Ross, like all the relationships are just kind of up in the air. Um, so I like that it was leading to this and then the development that we see with Chandler and Monica and eventually in the second episode, what happens with Ross and Rachel. Yeah, so the whole Monica and, you know, Monica, okay, so for nobody, who, for people who don't know, like Bobby, Monica <laughs> had this really amazing boyfriend named Richard. He was played by Tom Selleck. He was a really charming guy, you know, he was an older man, and he was great. Um, everyone really liked him. And he didn't want to settle down or have kids, like that wasn't in his life, so they broke it off. And so everyone knew that that was like her love, like her ultimate love. Like, yeah, she's had other flings here and there, but like the connection that they had was just a connection anyone wants to have. So the whole thing, you know, she comes in and she tells um, Phoebe she had lunch with Richard. But by the way, can I, can we just talk about what she was wearing while she had lunch with Richard? Monica never really wears anything that revealing. And this time she was wearing oh, a red dress and it was very low cut. And Monica, I've never seen her wear anything like oh. that. Hmm. So maybe I don't know. It was a it was a great Richard. Was later. Yeah. When did when did the Richard stuff happen? When did, when was that? When did that relationship happen? Season two. Okay, so a while ago. Yeah, a while ago. But okay. it was like a very support. That was the only time we've seen Monica really in a relationship was with him before she got in a relationship with Chandler. So to bring him back into it, it's like he's always he's always kind of part of her life, and I think Chandler always compares himself to him because he was there for the experience because he was you know he's part of the friends crew and so yeah. i think that's where that insecurity comes from and then that's where we see the big blowout fight that we've never seen them have a big blowout fight like this we've seen them fight like little things here and there but nothing like this so i like that they are showing that side because not everybody is a big happy couple a year in you are comfortable with each other you, he's your best friend and so I like that they're showing that part of the relationship. But do you, as an outsider, Bobby, do you see it? Do you, are you able to see Monica and Chandler together? Or are you like, why are they even together? Um, I, I, so as an outsider, I already kind of like knew that they were together. I had an idea mm -hmm. just from like hearing about mm -hmm. the show. I, I, I kind of knew that aspect of it, but like watching it, uh, <laughs> it's like, this is... <laughs> This is not good. This is not a good relationship, uh, especially a year in. Wait, you know, why? It was why is bizarre, it honestly. Uh, but you know, and I also understand too that it's a, it's a what like a twenty minute episode show. Yeah, twenty. Uh, it's got to move pretty quick. Yeah, uh, they're in the season finale, so they got to do something like exciting and big. So I kind of mm -hmm. get it from like a, the the TV production standpoint. I get why it was moving the way that it did, but from like a viewer. Uh, and trying to connect with the characters, I I was more of the mind of like this this won't this can't last. <laughs> well, and that's the thing too. But that's that's the thing. I like that you say that because 
we are questioning it with the way that it ends with, you know, like Monica and Chandler fighting throughout the whole episode. And then the way that it ends with him, you know, like just leaving and not really knowing what's going to happen between them. So um, you think it's not going to last as an outsider too, but because it is like, I won't allow you to have lunch with Richard. So of course that's like possessive and jealous. So you think that's not going to last either, but you I mean, you're not invested like us. But I like mm-hmm. that you point that out, that you think it's not going to last. That's how they end the first episode. <laughs> Wait, do you Part think they're one. not going to last because they went to Vegas for their one-year anniversary? No, not so much that. Just because that there's already the so fight. much. Huh? Yeah. The fight. Kind of the fight and, and like just like the toxicity of the yeah. relationship itself. A, she just had an innocent lunch with an old fling. And she wants to keep it a secret. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he, he the, the, the whole fight on the airplane of not being able to communicate is bad. And mm-hmm. then she said something that I, that I clocked. She said something on the plane. She said, if you don't want me to have lunch with them anymore, I won't. It's like, that shouldn't be mm-hmm. that. That's not how you justify that. Yeah. From her perspective, it should be like, I shouldn't on my own have lunch with them. Not like if I want to and you don't want me to, then I won't. I don't know. It was just like a really yeah. bizarre way to phrase that. Uh-huh. Um, so I thought that was a little unusual. But uh, and then, yeah, and then the fighting and then the making up right away. And then his whole uh, I think that actually it might be in the next episode. It might the be next in the episode. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So this one ends with him like looking at Monica being. Oh, right. Happy. She's playing craps, right? That she's was playing so craps. weird. Yeah. I know. So, yeah, yeah she's so, just playing so, craps and he's, he's like all dejected. And yeah, sad. yeah. So he uh, walked away. All I was like, all right, stuff. cool. But I mean, this is great. That's great. Uh, one year. <laughs> that's the whole thing it's like okay they made it to a year are they going to make it further so i think that was a good storyline to have this fight because we haven't seen that before from them he's always been so supportive so his and he is an insecure guy in general you know his character is so i thought that was good that they brought that out of him so we'll see how it how they make up afterwards But it is like a whole jealousy possessive type of thing. Yeah. Which, and I think but, watching okay. it too, I know it's a two-parter, but like considering it as like one piece, mm-hmm. the like from the conflict in the first episode to what we see happen in the next episode, which I, I'm, I'm, you know, we'll talk about uh, just how how it all how like up and down it is so so quickly and so immediately within one trip like one weekend first fight first fight first big fight to then what later happens you're like whoa what the hell slow down yeah do you feel like they're rushing it do you you know because of this the season finale uh i i don't i mean i don't know i don't know if they're rushing it because i have no context from like the rest oh, of the okay. series i don't know mm-hmm. how quickly or slowly it's moved up into this point but mm-hmm. within those two episodes just the two episodes i watched like a lot happened in that well, they're, they've been it was like a breakneck a... like okay <laughs> like, we're here well, they've been dating for a year and i think i think too like we've seen like in previous episodes chandler he typically you know there was one point when they were arguing and he was like, well, I guess this is it. And mm-hmm. he, and Monica told him, you know, hey, that's not the way you work the relationships. You don't just break up with someone when the when it gets bad. You work through it. And so I think that was like his first reality check of, okay, I guess I'm in a real relationship now. So this is what it's like. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that that goes into like how the emotions are all over the place and how mm-hmm. their relationship is all over the place in this episode too. But I feel like, do you guys think, 
Monica or Chandler should have gotten really mad at Monica for having the lunch with Richard and keeping it from him or should she have been more like okay with it no they both messed up because she kept it from him and then the way he reacted was wrong too so they both are at fault so they both should communicate effectively with each other and say hey I know I shouldn't have kept that from you because I know how you feel with Richard and he should he should say you know I'm sorry I didn't mean to react and be possessive about it so I think they're both at fault to be honest yeah I agree with that I agree with that Look at and it, it was interesting though because it wasn't an initial I think on like Chandler's uh part it wasn't like an initial reaction right like he they had that whole they played it for laughs but like his whole like pretending to be cool with it mm-hmm. yeah. and then eventually and it's clear that he's not so yes yeah. at first he was he was fine and then like he did another the dig at her and then she's like see i knew you weren't cool with it yeah. you know yeah. because he's I mean, sitting with him and i think the part too when Marcus says you can't tell me what to do and challenge yeah. says but i just did yeah rude, rude. <laughs> yeah and she's like it's just a stupid argument yeah, you know, but exactly. to him, it's not. This is huge. It, it's taken him a lot to come to terms that he, like, to realize that he loves Monica. Yeah. So, we'll anyway, see what so happens. let's take a quick break and then we'll talk about Ross and um, Ross and Rachel and the across the way flirting. Be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back. So aside from the Chandler and Monica drama, um, we see Ross and Rachel can't make it to Vegas right away because they have work commitments. So they're gonna fly out Saturday morning. So Rachel's able to have the apartment to herself. And Joey mentions, oh, you can walk around naked. And so she does. And then of course, Ross is now living across the way from them. And the windows are completely open. And Ross totally thinks that Rachel's trying to entice him from across the way, which is just so silly. But I thought David Schwimmer's performance when he came over was really good when he, after he sees Rachel naked. <laughs> that was my favorite part, that whole scene yeah. when he, he kicks off his shoes and, and he like tries to say, hey, do you want me to, you know, come in kind of thing. I really liked that whole part from him because it's just so awkward. And the look on Rachel's face is like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you weren't trying to entice me with your nakedness? You know, is this an invitation for the physical acts of love? Like, I thought, I thought it was good. Did you think it was funny, Bobby? Because uh, honestly, 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 it was disturbing. Honestly, when he came over. But first, I, I do. I, I enjoyed very much that the one episode I watched uh, posited the fact that Jennifer Aniston was naked. Enjoyed that part of it. Uh, that was a great episode to watch standalone. Didn't mind that yeah. one bit. But uh, the whole the whole Ross thing was like super creepy. First of all, I didn't know. So I didn't know that they all didn't. I, I think I just kind of assumed that they all lived together in the one place. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that they were like living separately. 
Mm-hmm. And the whole thing with like, yeah, her walking around naked with the windows wide open in New York. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> like what? Yeah. You think she'd be more careful. And then yeah. this goober watching her like a creep voyeur. And then somehow thinking that it's her like trying to uh, play with him. And then him showing up. I was like, this guy has, uh, he's a sexual deviant for sure. Uh, I mean, I I understand it was supposed to be funny and I get that. But like (laughs) from an outsider, I I don't know. I like to, I like to look for the, uh, I don't know. No, that's good. Dark, the dark side of things, I guess. But yeah, Ross is a a sex fiend creep. You're right. I well, mean, here's, the thing. here's the thing, though. Okay, Ross and Rachel, and this will be discussed in a later season, they're always kind of on the table. You know what I mean? Like, the relationship, the relationship is always that's there. a mess. Which, yeah. which, also, on what planet? On what planet does somebody like Jennifer Aniston or Rachel end up with a or toy with a rock? You have to have more backstory because like Ross has loved her for so long and oh, he's gonna okay. go to prom with her. I mean, and recently, yeah. Oh, okay. And all this stuff, and you know, he helps her out, and it's just it's it's endearing. I think she sees more of the sweet side of him because he is a romantic. Not in this episode, right. but in other episodes. We do find right. out, actually, it was like a few episodes ago that he cannot flirt. The episode yeah. of the, the title of the episode was actually called The One Where Ross Can't Flirt. And he's horrible yeah. at it. So, yeah, so this is kind of been, Yeah, exactly. Awkward. He's always been this awkward dude. And so I can see how you feel. Well, like he had he, enough confidence to think that she was they <laughs> have flashing him and showing up to her place. That's They've done it. How many times? Two hundred and something times. Oh my gosh! Out? Yeah. So yeah, they he mentioned that they had sex like two hundred and something times when they were dating. But I think it's always just kind of a play with their relationship because you know they you they're always going to have something there, you know. And so is, does it give a reason to come over to think creepily? Mm-hmm. No, but mm-hmm. I just like the way David Trimmer awkwardness and his acting and all that was totally it was funny the creepiness came through i guess you could say. <laughs> yeah but then when they get on the airplane it's like another mess like you know they're spilling coffee on each other they're tapping people on the head that are sitting in yeah. front of them you yeah. know they're inviting each other to the restroom like it just it's, it's all over the place well, because rachel doesn't embarrass easily so that's the whole thing ross is trying to embarrass her and so mm. he does all these things to do that and so again they're playful with each other in in a in a strange way i guess mm-hmm. you could say <laughs> there was something like really shocking about that scene what on the plane the guy sitting what? next to them no how much freaking leg room they had oh! did you see those aisles that's true i've never <laughs> seen as, i've never that. seen so much space on an airplane in my oh, life no. <laughs> but this is the 90s and you know they built that plane um yeah, you know yeah. on set so of course they could basically they lay them. down on those they recline and just have it's like first of class. Space. Yeah, I recently booked a plane ticket, and now it's like, if you want to sit in the exit aisle with extra legroom, you have to pay like an extra fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah, and that's not even extra legroom. That's just to stick your leg out into the aisle. That's true. Yeah, and then have a have a stewardess running the drink cart into your ankle every fifteen oh minutes. God. Yeah, and you have <laughs> no one like putting their seat back in front of you. Oh my gosh! Yeah, planes are horrible, but. You know, this is this is a start. This storyline leads into the second story or second part, and that becomes a bigger storyline. So, but 
I mean, it's playful. It's, it's silly. I feel like friends. So we've also discussed in this podcast, Bobby, that friends has three threads um, of three storylines. And some of them are kind of, when one is serious, the other one's just mostly silly, I think just to balance it out. And mm-hmm. so this is kind of just the silliness coming through. Yeah. <laughs> I think Joey and Phoebe in this episode really played the silliness in all this because, you know, Joey, you know, being the gladiator guy and then Chandler saying, Hey, love your condoms, my man. And then, you know, Phoebe saying, Oh, Richard Simmons, Richard Dawson, you know, all these different things mm-hmm. that she's doing, you know, saying, Oh, Vegas is going to be like London. Cause you know, it's going to be even better because it's I'm there with me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I feel well, like, by the way, is- did they go to London in the show? They yes. did. They okay. did for Ross and Emily's wedding. And so they, they went there and then it was a whole big thing. Oh, that was another season finale. So that's the only time that they actually left to somewhere was um, to London. And so. Got it. All right. All right. So in the next episode, Friends of Friends, part two about the one in Vegas. So we'll see where all of these Monica and Rachel, Monica and Chandler, Ross and Rachel, where it all ends up. So tune in on the next episode. Bobby will be back. So thanks for spending 25 minutes with us. (laughs) We appreciate it. And if you you like this episode, subscribe, download, give us five-star ratings, and leave nice comments. All right. See ya. Bye.